This is Cinema and the Psyche. Welcome to episode four, I think. You'd think I should know. It's only a couple I've had so far. But in any case, I think I might drop the numbers. Um, Welcome to this episode of Cinema and the Psyche. These uh, cicadas, I think they might be called, are pretty loud, but I'm going to give it a go. And when I go to edit, hopefully, they're not overpowering my voice. So I wanted to talk this time about the process I'm going through on my latest screenplay as a writer. So, um, although I guess it's going to be most attractive for screenwriters, um, the, the general theme or the general uh, process uh, I'm taking I think could interest others as well in other pursuits or other aspects of their learning or whatever they're up to. So hopefully it's not too specialized. But I thought it would be interesting because on this last screenplay that I'm doing now, I have approached it in a completely new way. And although I'm just about ready to get into the first draft, meaning I haven't completed a first draft yet, still the process I've used to get where I am and to, you know, finish a first draft and carry on, I really found to be inspiring. And so I want to share it. And it's based on something I came across a couple years ago called the Trivium which is coming from classical Greek education, the trivium and quadrivium. So the trivium are the three topics that you would first learn um, in a classic education uh, in ancient Greece, I guess. I'm not a big historian, but I know that's where this particular... um, thing comes from. Um, So the first thing you'd learn was the trivium, which is comprised of grammar, logic, and rhetoric. So these are three different topics that would be approached that comprise what's called the trivium. And this would be the first thing that would be learned. Now, what's so great about the trivium and adopting this method into your own life is that the the trivium is really an education in how to educate yourself, in a sense. So learning the trivium is really what kids should be taught 
in school, but they're not. They're taught facts and figures and numbers and details that become useless over time. What you really want is to be taught how to most effectively learn any subject so you can approach any subject and just go out and, um, you know, do it yourself. You know, so the process of learning uh, so then you can apply it wherever you want. So this trivium begins with grammar. So I'm just going to give a brief summary because it's good enough for understanding the trivium, understanding how to apply it. I know there's more material. There's not a lot of material, but there is material online and in various places that will go into much greater depth. But I find a summary understanding of this, the topic is sufficient to apply it in a really effective way. So you start with grammar. So basically, grammar means, um, let's say, the definitions or understanding the pieces of a certain subject. Um, just the pieces within themselves. So if you're learning uh, music, the grammar would be the music staff, the scales, chords, um, maybe if it's a particular instrument, then the grammar might include what makes up the instrument, like a guitar, so you have the strings E, A, D, G, B, E, you have the pickups, you have the wood that makes up the guitar, or if you're, I mean, that might go too far, more in depth than you need. Uh, you use a pick, uh, strumming, picking, scales, chords, I said, the music staff for being able to write, read, and write music. So the idea is that the grammar stage is all about getting to grips with and understanding the pieces that make up a certain subject matter. So applying that to my my latest screenplay, or rather applying that to screenwriting in general, what it would be is the grammar of your movie. So I have a particular movie. Um, it's a sci-fi kind of like a sci-fi thriller and I know you know I've got the premise I've I started you know with a premise an idea I know roughly where it what it is I want I had it written before I started the process that I'm talking about I had it at a one-page kind of a one-page synopsis so I had the idea I had the core of it so now the grammar of my film is to break down all of the aspects that are included in the movie. So it might have, you know, artificial intelligence might be a key aspect, or uh, pharmaceuticals, or drugs. Um, also the grammar of my film as a subject would include visual storytelling. So 
um, to properly understand this movie means initially understand it, making sure you understand the pieces that make it up. So movies are are made from visual language. So understanding visual language is a key element in the movie. So you also have, let's see, visual language. Um, that includes so much. I mean, that includes production design, color, all of those things. Then you also have uh, one of the one of the subject matters I put in my grammar notebook for this movie was the hero's journey to understand, uh, you know, the archetypal journey. in storytelling, possibly in life, who knows. So, the hero's journey, um, storytelling itself is a subject matter uh, that is integral to film, so that becomes one of the pieces of the grammar. Um, so you have, you know, the, the grammar pieces that are general to all movies, you know, they're important, they're in my, what I did was I've got a couple notebooks, two and a half, three notebooks that are my study of an understanding of the grammar of my screenplay. So I broke down all the major aspects, um, some that are general to all movies, some that are specific to this movie, such as artificial intelligence and other subject matters that are particular to this movie. So before I go at writing this thing, um, I wanted to make sure and elaborate as fully as possible, or within reason, as to the pieces, the grammar of it, the pieces that make it up. So I filled a number of notebooks with individual studies into the pieces that make up the grammar of the movie. So now I've got a number of notebooks that are like reference material, the reference material specifically for this movie. So these are like the encyclopedia the dictionary, the reference library for the creation of this thing. So then the second stage in the trivium is logic. You have grammar, logic, and rhetoric. So the second subject matter of the trivium is logic, which refers to how are all these pieces to be put together the logic of it. So, in my case, to understand, to understand how the pieces need to fit together, I had to understand what is the effect I'm going for. So, in the logic stage, I began, yeah, I mean, obviously there's writers who would rather just get a, an idea of a character and maybe put them in circumstances and just go with it and let it flow. I guess, you know, different writers are approach it in different ways. So, 
you know, that style of writer is going to feel like I'm some kind of screenplay scientist trying to formulate something, you know, in a laboratory. In any case, I think we, what we really want to do is figure out the best way to the outcome we desire in our filmmaking, movie creation, cinema. And so I have to say that this has been really inspiring, so I'll, I'll stop making excuses and carry on. The logic, what I had to do was, or what I did, was create an outcome statement, which started off as a few pages long. You know, I wrote down everything, basically what I wanted this movie what effect I wanted this movie to have on the audience. So I look at the end result and I'm like, well, how do I want the audience to feel? What do I want the audience to be thinking uh, when they're leaving the cinema? And so this became like a number, a few pages long of mm, somewhat unrelated paragraphs, you know, about the different things that I wanted, that I want this movie to do. Because how do you know um, how to arrange the pieces? I mean, you can go at it randomly and hope that it comes out well. Or, not only that, I mean, you can go at it intuitionally and trust that the right thing will happen. I personally, because I'm not like a big writer, I consider myself a director, um, I'm primarily interested in how to create the outcome. So, be clear about the outcome. So I created an outcome statement. I ended up with a number of pages. From there what I did was I structured all of the ideas and brought it into a concise, maybe maybe one page, a very concise one-page outcome statement. And that guides, that guides the process of how best to arrange these pieces that were outlined in the grammar stage. So, from the outcome statement comes a phase of arranging elements together in certain ways, in a certain sequence. If you want a certain emotional outcome, then a certain sequence of elements or events are required. Um, and likewise, with all of the outcomes you desire, there is a way to get them, but to figure out the logic behind it or how you're going to get those effects, first you have to know what the pieces are that you're playing with, and then you have to know what effects you desire. This thing is really loud. I hope it doesn't make my recording useless. So, grammar is required before you get to logic. Logic is required if you want any kind of control over the outcome. 
So, after understanding the outcome I desire and figuring out how best to arrange the elements I filled these notebooks with um, for that outcome, which is the logic stage, then comes rhetoric, the third subject of the ancient Greek classical educational system. The third piece of the trivium is rhetoric, which is the conveying of the subject matter, rhetoric. So, uh, rhetoric, I think, is therefore the actual first draft of the screenplay. So in the logic stage, which is, I'm at the end, in, in this current process, I'm at the end of the logic stage in the sense that in my last notebook, I am completing a um, kind of, I guess it's about a 20 to 30 page uh, treatment, I guess you could call it. Really, it's, uh, I don't use treatment. What I really do is I go scene by scene. So I simply, if I have, in other, at other times, what I would do is I would do an outline. I would have like a one line description for a scene. And then once I have this outline of sentences which represent a scene each, then I simply expand on those sentences creatively. I simply write the scene as it comes through, you know, spontaneously. So, in a sense, without the outline, what I'm, what I'm using the logic stage for is how to formulate the characters and the events in such a way that at the end, the audience is left thinking and feeling what I want them to think and feel. And so, therefore, the end of the logic stage is the constructing of a type of outline or a treatment or something basically in the middle because it's basically a succession of scenes but not in great depth. So, in a sense, what I've created is something right in the middle. The rhetoric, and then the rhetoric stage will be the decision on how that is going to be conveyed in the screenplay. As I make this Cinema in the Psyche podcast, I'm more and more intrigued by the idea that the screenplay is not as important as I always believed it was, simply because the movie is what's important. And so then you get into a discussion about, okay, well, when is the movie made? And some people will say, well, it's made in the editing, or it's made three times in the screenplay during production or during editing. Whatever it is, you're making a movie, and the movie is a succession of, or they may overlap, a succession of shots, uh, scenes, sequences, and that's the movie, and that's what you're making. So as time goes by, and especially with this focus on cinema and the psyche, I'm kind of coming more and more toward the idea 
that not everything is malleable, nothing is locked, nothing is locked down until the final stage, the, which is the creation of the movie. And so, although I'm using this trivium process for the creation of a screenplay, um, as time goes by, you know, the screenplay is obviously important when you're spending lots of money, but I think you'll see that even with the, you know, the greatest directors, um, maybe minus Alfred Hitchcock, I don't know, because I don't know them all, but in general, I've heard many, many directors that I would consider great, and so would history, um, speak about how malleable things should be during the shooting of the movie, which means you are not locked to the screenplay. And I hear from many directors I respect, not current ones, because my favorite directors largely are 40s, 50s, and then after that come the 70s, Tony Scott, but he kind of stands out as an anomaly of my liking. Um, in general, 40s, 50s, and then 70s. And some of the best, they're very open to script changes during the shooting, being open to surprises. And many of them say that, you know, that the best moments in movies come as surprises or happy accidents. And therefore, you, you obviously want a screenplay. I wouldn't go so far as to begin shooting a movie with everybody chipping in and no script. I wouldn't do that. Um, there is obviously a delicate balance to be drawn between having a solid blueprint, you know, as well for your producer and, um, you know, line producer and production manager, etc., and balancing that with the desire to continue allowing um, intuition and the creative mind to uh, direct the going forward. So, that's just a different thing, I guess. What I really wanted to share in this episode was the process I'm undertaking on this particular screenplay. I really have enjoyed it a lot. I really enjoyed taking a month to study in great detail the grammar of the story of the movie. And these notebooks I have are invaluable. They're loaded with, I mean, from my point of view, amazing stuff. You know, some of, you know, the stuff that really inspires, that really makes me want to make this. The grammar of this movie is in these notebooks. And I loved that stage. Then, you know, trying to get control, you know, I, I want to know the outcome. I mean, I want to control the outcome on the audience. You know, one of the most important things for me is to be able to convey certain ideas, certain thoughts and emotions. 
and maybe it's just my analytical mind or the type of person I am, but wanting to control that and make sure it happens is something that excites me, and therefore the logic stage is all about that. And even if the writing goes off in different directions and I don't lock down every aspect of everything, uh, which is beyond me anyway, I have uncovered a lot of understanding about the movie I'm making and why I'm making it and what I would like to effect I would like it to have and how to go about getting it. So using this trivium has been a great learning experience um, and specifically a real inspiration around this movie itself, you know, the way I've approached it. So I, I have yet to write the last 10 minutes in my treatment synopsis outline and so I got to that point and kind of put it down and went into other areas so that's waiting for me and as soon as I'm bold enough to do that then I really look forward to getting this first draft done because I've got so much behind it because of this so then briefly the for non-screen writers if you have even listened to this podcast and you're at this point the trivium really is how to learn anything so it's simply a way of structuring subjects for you know easy learning so anything you approach any new subject you approach need not be intimidating in the least because all you have to do is start with the grammar understand what is the vocabulary of this subject many different subjects one of the barriers of entry uh, for the mind tends to be not understanding words and somehow that you know becomes this insurmountable issue all it is is learning the words learning what they mean getting the grammar of a subject down and then proceed to start to understand the logic of how those pieces fit together nothing is too hard to learn when you're able to break it down in this way so the trivium is a really powerful tool in one's arsenal and it's a fun way to write a screenplay I have found I have yet to complete it. I've kind of jumped the gun and I'm recording this podcast sharing a process I haven't completed, but I've completed enough and I will finish it in this light and I'm having fun. It's inspiring. Okay, so that's this episode. Uh, the website is cinemaandthepsyche.com. My email is matt at cinemaandthepsyche.com. I'd love to hear any thoughts, criticisms, or questions over email. We're on, you know, all the social media things. If you feel like following any of those, uh, probably a comment on the iTunes store would be really cool. But, you know, whatever. That's all just stuff. I just hope that you 
are getting inspired by the information and that it might be aiding your process or your appreciation of yourself and cinema. So I will formulate the next episode and I look forward to delivering that to you. Thanks so much for tuning in. Until next time.